He was the sixth wide receiver off the board in the NFL draft. He was the first wide receiver taken in the second round, but he's on the Jets. What does that mean for Elijah Moore? Let's talk about it on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to the show, everybody. And and honestly, I do think there's a little bit of bias. Um, The excitement for Trevor Lawrence, for example, just dwarfs the excitement for Zach Wilson with good reason, but I think part of that is because Zach Wilson went, went to the Jets. People just need to see it from that team before they buy in. I'm Adam Azer with Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline. He's going to tell you about Elijah Moore. He's going to tell you why he's excited about Elijah Moore, and we'll discuss. All right, Jacob, the advanced metrics, you love them on Elijah Moore. Yeah, the advanced metrics are really, really strong for both Moore and his, his new quarterback. I'm actually you know, cautiously optimistic about the Jets. Don't tell anyone. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Moore was insane in 2020. He caught everything that was thrown to him. His catch rate was 85%, which is the highest mark of any qualified non-running back in the past five years. It's just ridiculous for a wide receiver. And not only that, he was piling up the yards. It's not like these were just short yardage targets. His uh, yards per hour run was the highest of anyone not named, you know, Devonta Smith, the Heisman winner. Um, and so really his his stats were just nuts. It's, it's really exciting. I'm really excited to see how it translates at the NFL level in terms of catching all these targets and also being able to, you know, rack up yardage after the catch as well. All right, so what do you think about him on the Jets this year? You know, he's obviously a late-round pick. Do you think you think you can pull this off, <laughs> uh, be a, a, an impactful rookie on this team? It's going to depend. You know, it's going to be contingent on, on what happens with um, with Jameson Crowder for sure. But I think yeah. if he's getting regular playing time, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about his ability to draw targets and, and not just short targets like I talked about. I think he is going to be used in the slot on, you know, catch and, catch and run targets. But I think this stat is something that people don't, talk about very often uh, not one that i've heard mentioned is no player averaged more receiving yards per game on targets of 15 plus air yards than elijah moore last year which is just Mm. you know he's thought of as a short yardage guy but he can beat you down the field i think he's just really really good all around everything i've seen both analytically and you know on tape points to that and so i think if he's on the field if he's if he's got a regular role i don't know who else is going to demand targets at a high rate maybe maybe it's Corey davis he did last year but all the years prior to that Corey Davis was not a high target per run guy. So what if he is on the field, is he somebody that you think is can be fantasy relevant? Because I think his college numbers would suggest that he could be. I don't know if he can unless, as you said, Jameson Crowder is either off the team, which is possible, or just really has a reduced role. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Crowder's been a reliable guy for them. Yeah, yeah. I, look, he's obviously very talented, very skilled. And the, this is a new Jets team, so we can't hold them responsible for <laughs> what happened in the past. Otherwise, we wouldn't like anybody on the Bengals. Mm. Um, so I, I could see it. I absolutely could, it's especially since Denzel Mims. There's not a lot of momentum for him right now. So he could end up being the number one or the number two guy. I think if Crowder's on the team and Crowder's getting regular playing time, it's going to be pretty tough for Elijah Moore. So it really might depend on that. Yeah, I think that's fair. On Mims, real quick, his target per run rate was really discouraging as a rookie. It was just 16%. And if you just look back at the rookies who have had a rate below 18%, historically, it has not turned out well for them. Um, I'm definitely bearish on him, and I'm, I'm very bullish on, on Moore. His target per run rate in college was 33%, which was second to only Devontae Smith again. I think it was the sixth highest of any receiver over the past four years. Um, so I just think we do have a new quarterback, new coaching regime, multiple new pass catchers. There's really no telling how the target share will shake out. And if I were to take a bet on somebody, I, I like more as a late-round guy who has shown an ability to you know, demand targets at a really high rate. Um, so maybe he just comes in and, and does that you know, right away. I, yeah. I think he is good enough to do it if he gets the playing time. Do you think he gets 
well, would you take him ahead of Rondale more? I would. Yeah. Um, I think his, his college profile is a lot more exciting than Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore was mostly just using the screen game. Um, and we really haven't seen him succeed down the field. Like we have seen, um, Elijah Moore. Um, I get the offensive environment is much worse for Elijah Moore. Um, but I think the analytics point towards him being a better player. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm choosing. Maybe one day we'll hear why you like Zach Wilson. We'll hear that argument as well. That is, uh, Jacob Gibbs. I am Adam Azer. This is fantasy football today in five, and we'll talk to you next week.